Good afternoon and welcome back to Expression FM Sport for this Gallagher Premiership Rugby Cup clash between Exeter Chiefs and today's visitors Gloucester here at Sandy Park. My name is Jacob Brown and I am joined by Joseph Terry for this thrilling Sunday afternoon clash. And whilst the Chiefs Premiership season has been a tale of two halves with a poor run of results recently of late, their cup form couldn't be in greater contrast with two wins from two games and being just one point off the top of their group due to permutations around their Worcester match being conceded. A win today would send them top and guarantee them a place in the semi-finals of this season's cup competition in February. Exeter will be looking to go one better than last year's campaign, where they finished third, missing out on a semi-final spot by an agonising five points. As I said, the Chiefs couldn't come into this game with better form, with a hard-fought win over Bath last weekend, building on that excellent win at Ashton Gate against Bristol Bears in September. However, the opposition today are the side that sit above them at the summit of Pool A. The Cherries and Whites have been in imperious cup form as they've won every single match in the pool with a bonus point, putting them on 15 points and making them the team to beat in this group. Gloucester will look back to last season when they smashed the Chiefs 45-19 in a scintillated performance at Kingsholm, a game that saw them on their way to a semi-final finish in last season's cup. Two weeks ago, they beat a valiant Bristol Bears side who fought to the very end in an enthralling 38-31 win. In the Premiership, their form has been hot and cold like the Chiefs, with four wins and four losses. But today, it's all about the Cup and securing that semi-final spot once again. For Exeter, Rob Baxter looks to the youth of the club once again, as has become typical for these Cup games. Although the majority of the players who started against Bath will be in action again from minute one today. Two changes have been made in the pack, both in the second row as Jack Dunn and Lewis Pearson enter the starting 15 in place of Alfie Bell and Joe Bailey. Other than that, the pack is unchanged. The backs have seen more tweaks with Will Beckinsall replacing Tom Cairns at scrum half. Two changes at centre with Solomon Cater and Sean O'Brien coming in for Tom Wyatt and Zach Wimbush. The two other changes are in the back line with Dan John starting as fullback and Facundo Cordero wearing the number 11 shirt today as opposed to number 15 which he wore last week. Arthur Relton is the player who makes way on that wing. Players will be playing a role in the latter phases of the match for the Chiefs include Dan Frost, Danny Southworth, Patrick Schickling, Joe Bailey, Santiago Grandona for the forwards and at the back Tom Cairns, Zach Wimbush and Tom Hendrickson are on the bench. Special mention, as always, for the EURFC boys out there today for the Chiefs. They're Jan John at fullback and Will Beckinsall at scrum half, as well as Tom Kens and Zach Wimbush on the bench. We'll be keeping a very close eye on those lads at the start of what we all hope will be very successful rugby careers. The team in full then for Exeter Chiefs today is number 15, Dan John, number 14, Emmanuel Feyewaboso, Sean O'Brien at outside centre at number 13, Solomon Cater on the inside of him at number 12, Facundo Cordero on the other wing, Ewan Jenkins at fly half with Will Beckinsall at scrum half. In the front row you have James Kenny, Jack Innard and Josh for scott making up positions 1, 2 and 3 respectively. Jack Dunn and Lewis Pearson make up the second row with Russ Tuima and Aidan Davis flanking Greg Fisolo as the number 8. On the bench for Chiefs is Dan Frost, Danny Southworth, Patrick Schickling, Joe Bailey, Santiago Grandona, Tom Ken, Zach Wimbush and Tom Hendrickson. 
For Gloucester, Alex Seville and Seb Blake start alongside experienced Kirill Gotovstev in the front row, with Andrew Davidson and Arthur Clark behind them in the second row. In the back row, Freddie Thomas starts on the blind side with Jack Clement on the open side, with Jack Pop, Jack Bartlett in between them at number eight. Scrum half Ben Meehan has been given the captaincy for the game. Defence coach Don Waldock has clearly seen some leadership from the Aussie over the week. He did say before the match he's a player that leads by example with his performance and he's spoken really well, so we're excited to see him lead this week. He's one of four players in the back line that have had Gallagher Premiership minutes this season, along with fly half George Barton, centre Jack Reeves and wing Jake Morris. Morgan Adley-Jones is alongside Reeves in a centre partnership today. Alex Morgan returns from injury to start on the wing with Josh Hathaway at fullback. Finn Theobald Thomas is set to make his first appearance off the bench for the Cherry and Whites after signing from Worcester. He's joined by Archie MacArthur, Brian O'Connor, Danny Ite, Rob Nixon, Matty Jones, Morgan Adley Jones, and Carl Moyle on the bench. And just to read through those Gloucester players again, it's number 15, Josh Hathaway, number 14, Alex Morgan. 13, Jack Reeves, 12, Morgan Adderley-Jones, 11, Jake Morris, 10, George Barton, 9, Ben Meehan, and the forwards, number 1, Alex Seville, number 2, Seb Blake, number 3, Krill Gottestev, number 4, Andrew Davidson, number 5, Arthur Clark, number 6, Freddie Thomas, number 7, Jack Clement, and number 8, Jack Bartlett. And Ben Meehan will be captaining the Gloucester lads today. On the bench, Finn, Finn Thable Thomas is number 16, number 17, Archie MacArthur, 18, Brian O'Connor, 19, Danny Ike, 20, Rob Nixon, 21, Matty Jones, 22, Tom, Re- Tom Ryman, and 23, Carl Moyle. The referee today is Mike Hudson, who is alongside his assistants in Adam Wookie and Gareth Holsgrove. And finally, the fourth official is Peter Brunt. Joseph, on your first ever Chiefs game and your first ever trip to Sandy Park, how are you finding it all? Any predictions for this winners-take-all cup clash? Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for that great introduction. And I'm really excited here for my first game here at Sandy Park. It's an exciting clash here. Cup rugby coming in again. And this winner-takes-all match, I think, is going to lead to a really close finished game, I think, that the recent form for Chiefs has been tight finishes, both against Bath uh, against Bath and for Gloucester against Bristol. So I, hope, I think that this game will be a very tight game. I think it'll come down to... One try, one penalty even, I think. I think I think this is one of those games, Jacob, that comes down to a sin bin, I think, even. And uh, we love to see that. And uh, furthermore, it's great to see some university players out in this Chiefs team. Great to see them getting the chance to show their skills to Rob Baxter as we come into an important time of the season for the Chiefs as we roll into the European season and beyond. So really looking forward to this, Jacob. Hoping it's going to be a great game. I'm sure it'll be a great game for what you do with you, right? Absolutely. This seems like a game where every tackle, every run, every line break will count. And if your prediction's right, we're in for a very a thrilling moving tribute there to one of rugby's greatest players and indeed greatest figures, Doddy Weir, who we sadly lost last weekend. A wonderful minute's applause observed by this anticipating Sandy Park crowd as we get the game underway. Extra kicking from left to right. Seb Blake throws it it's overthrown and taken by Chiefs as a roar of expectation goes up amongst the Sandy Park crowd running now through to Cater again who breaks through and gives it on to Dan John out wide to Faye Waboso over and the referee raises his hand to the sky 
an early drive for the Exeter Chiefs, all coming from that interstate, that one, that stolen line out there that was overthrown. The perfect start for the Chiefs. Try in this near side corner. Sort of bundled over. And went, uh, is a try for Emmanuel. They were both though, the 14 who made that excellent drive. Perfect start for the Chiefs. Great start for Exeter Chiefs. Of course, that try came off the back of an interception there. But had some really quick play there. We had as the uh, as the con- as uh, Dan John took the ball and then passed it on to Emmanuel Faiwabul. So great stuff there, Frank Sir. Me and again over to Bart- Barton, who goes straight through. Great pass there, and Mian will go over, get under the post, and dots down, and Gloucester hit back. That came in a way out of nowhere, just two or three passes, and the Cherry and Whites hit back in pretty emphatic fashion. Great response there from the Cherry and Whites. Good attacking play there, slipping the man. Ben Mian ends up scoring the try, however... Uh, George Barton there did a lot of the work there from fly half great running there and uh, this looks like it's going to be an end-to-end game doesn't it Jacob yeah your prediction about this could come down to one score or one simmon is looking like it could be right they seem to be trading blows at the moment that was a really um, alarming how well and how quickly they carved through the extra back line there Will Beckinsall feeds the ball in and the scrum collapses. Will Beckinsall recovers. In sense field, onto the wing. And it's over again. And Exeter, this could be one of the most high-scoring games. If the first 13 minutes is anything to go by, it's another try. Beckinsall brings it out. It goes through O'Brien. And then to favour Boso. And then in the end, dotted down by... Facundo Cordero, the Argentinian. The Argentinian back from international squad role in the Pumas side. And he's back today and he scores extra second try. They're back in front. Sure are, Jacob. Pretty good game to watch. Our first game at Sandy Park, isn't it, Jacob? Pretty good going. Great finish there on wing by Facundo Cordero. And I think if a try wasn't scored, I think I think Exeter would have got penalty anyways for a collapsing scrum. As the line out now from Inard. Run through Beckinsall. O'Brien, good offload there to Solomon Cater. Who gets into the 22, bursts through the Gloucester line. And now it's being run through, kept alive by O'Brien. John gets the offload away. He's over the line. And it's a try in the end. I think it's for the skipper, Jack Inard. We will have to see who actually dotted it down. There was a weird moment where even the extra Chiefs players didn't know whether they'd scored. But now it is given as a try for the captain, Jack Inard. 19-7. What a start. It really is crazy rugby, isn't it, Jacob? And it's crazy, crazy talent from this extra team here. Great stuff there from Solomon, uh, Solomon Cater as he came off the line out, running, running into the space there, evades a few players, makes the space onto the wing. Leads to Jack Innard touching down there. 
as uh, I believe it was Emmanuel Faiwabosa being held up on the try line. So Lina is taken down the great drive is started by those Gloucester players, those blue shirts heaving and hoeing towards the line as they push towards it and they go over in the end the driving mall is successful and it's another try in this match this time for Gloucester and it's a try for the hooker the man of the moment Seb Blake who was in charge of that mall drove it well and Gloucester hit back almost straight away 19-12 yes good good driving mall there from the cherry and white Seb Blake proved earlier on his skill at taking at giving hits to other players earlier on and Gloucester get one try back you wonder whether or not that Ewan Jenkins conversion might come in handy here however there is still plenty time to go in this game I think that the pack weight is going to be an interesting idea within this game. Both teams have very large pack weights. We saw it in the scrum with close contests. Dunn that goes up for that and driven hard there by Fissalau. And extra Chiefs players have their hands aloft and rightly so as the referee's arm is then held aloft. And it's another try. The try scoring continues for Chiefs as in the end that wonderful drive from Fissalau does in the end get a try for Russ Tuima adding to his two from last week. It's a fourth try already. Bonus point secured for the Chiefs. And that goal there was almost exactly the same as the goal scored by Gloucester on the on the on the on the driving mall as well. Great for Russ Tuima's season there. Great finish by Exeter. And obviously, both teams are looking to play an attacking style of rugby here. Particularly using that pack weight to their advantage. Seen by the driving malls based off cor- uh, based of kicking into the corner. Taken down there. And now it's out with Inard again. And Cater gets through one. Get through another. The step is so good it makes him lose his footing. But a brilliant run by Cater there. And now with Davis. Beckenthal again. This time to Twima. It's a tomahawk chant. Starts to ring around the grandstand. Beckenthal. Davis again. Exeter would love another score before half-time. James Kenny there with that little carry. O'Brien again. The kick. Oh, lost! And taken down! Well, the ball is dotted down there by the Chiefs fullback. I think it is Dan John who has got there. It was him and Faye were both so capitalising on that error from Jake Morris. But... But... The try has not been given because the referee had already blown his whistle as he believed the advantage was over due to Jake Morris regaining possession. Oh, that's unlucky, but that's the rub of the green sometime. Regardless of the uh, rub of the green there, that really was a really was an error that Gloucester did not need there from Jake Morris at all. And it was, it was some good attacking thinking there from... Dan John 
and Emmanuel Faye were also as well as the line out comes line outs being strong for Exeter as the mall drives Sandy Park heaves on their team Gloucester put their pack weight behind the ball the ball the ball lies still penalty given to Gloucester there pretty good first half from the Chiefs uh, what are your thoughts on it Joseph strong performance from a really young and from a, from a young Chiefs team with some real potential there I think that potential showed in that half there we had some great attacking rugby some great attacking kicking and also some great discipline being shown by quite a young Chiefs team most of the penalties we saw in that half were coming from the Gloucester team and we also saw some good ingenuity there towards the end of the half I think the Exeter will go into half time here feeling as if they are the more dominant team and I think they'll be looking to score more points and keep that bonus point victory alive before we get the calculations of the Worcester cancellation however great performance so far from Chiefs Gloucester with some work to do particularly on their handoff with their um, handling errors particularly Jacob uh, I, I think the Gloucester are still in this game however if they can get this penalty count down it'll do them some good yeah, real uphill climb for Gloucester, but for Exeter Chiefs, more of the same in the second half, and they should win this and crucial premiership run before the second half here of Exeter Chiefs versus Gloucester from Expression FM Sports. And it is George Barton to get us back underway. Gloucester will now be kicking themselves left to right. Beckinsall taking it central, and Davis barracks over one of the Gloucester defenders and picked up there brilliant work and there is the try for Rus Tuima another try for him the star studded flanker and Exeter Chiefs unlike Gloucester when they get forward there isn't that handling error and Chiefs get another try today That'll be number five for the home side. They extend their lead to 34-12. Great start to second half there for Chiefs. Holes opening up there within the Gloucester defence and Rustuima attacking those attacking those gaps within the defence there. The Fijians scoring a great attacking try there. The conversion here for Ewan Jenkins is a lot more straightforward within the 22 of the Gloucester of the Gloucester quarter now to Barton to 12 trees and an audacious pass out there to the far side and getting through is Jake Morris with the step over and dots down as Gloucester get probably a deserved try it's uh, debatable how mu how much they deserved to score when it was held up but they do get over in the end Chiefs 36 Gloucester 17 the visitors on the board in the second half yeah good finish there for Gloucester looks like the uh, Chiefs defence got sucked in slightly there in that midfield battle we had a really high press from the extra Chiefs there however all of that pressure undone with an audacious pass out to the left wing there over three or four men and the driving ball as ever from the Chiefs here and they break free from that mall and now it is just short of the Gloucester line 
Chiefs diving, players trying to push themselves over. Ball is still just short as it goes through the forwards over in this far corner on the northern side of the ground. And Chiefs celebrates as the ball is carried over. It's another Chiefs try, exactly what they wanted. Stretches out that lead further. That'll be try number six for the home team. And it is a try for Dan Frost, the replacement front rower. And Exeter now 41 points to Gloucester's 19. Stretching out that lead further. This is great front running from the home team, isn't it? Great score there for Chiefs. Extends their lead to 22 points now. The conversion about to come off a difficult angle here for Ewan Jenkins as he kicks as he kicks away from the direction of the wind here. Dan Frost with an impact sub move there with the try. Great driving ball there from Chiefs. This is an important conversion here to extend that lead for Chiefs. All stands go quiet. Tomahawk chance subsides. As Ewan Jenkins steps back, he gets charged down. And the kick is good. 43-19 Chiefs. Get their attack back underway. Barton. And now it's being run through 12 trees. And Morgan and the pass misses Moyles. And now Gloucester have gone sideways. And the ball is regained by Chiefs. Brilliant work by, I think it's one of the replacement forwards there who has done that. Brilliant work to just get on the ball there as Gloucester caught napping at the breakdown. And now it's with Jenkins and it's being run through. Ball goes to John and now it's with, it's out there with Frost and Frost steps two. Oh, what an unbelievable try from the replacement front rower as Exeter get another one that takes them to 48 points to 19 I've never seen a prop move like that before absolutely extraordinary Joseph are you as blown away as I am by this freewheeling forward Jacob how could you not be as blown away as you are Dan Frost running through defence there he has he has he has sat down three three players in the defence there Dan Frost scoring impact sub again, uh, given the fact that he's he just scored a try before this, I think, even. Uh, that try was from a driving ball, not from not from a running away from defenders, however. Amazing stuff at Exeter, really looking to stretch their legs here. So this is gonna be a disappointing, disappointing loss because Exeter have come out of the blocks a lot stronger. And I come up with a lot less errors, particularly handing errors. And there's a grubber kick that goes through to the corner. And it's a great handoff there. It's a great handoff there by Kyle Moyle there. Straight into the hands of Alex Morgan. For a classy finish there for Gloucester. Great use of the grubber kick there. To make the score 50-24 to Chiefs. 
And with 20 seconds to go and probably going into the final play, I will ask, uh, ask Joseph who his standout performers have been today. And if he can single out one or maybe two players, I can imagine they'll be from the home team that uh, have really uh, been the key players today. I think that in this game today, I think, I think you have to pick up the kicking of Ewan Jenkins today. Tomahawk Todd rings around Sandy Park as I say this. Whoa! Um, I think that Emmanuel Faye has been done has done really well this game so far. I think I should have mentioned to Will Beckinsall as well for really being a general in collecting the ball. And also, I think we, we have to mention Dan Frost there for the absolutely, the absolutely ridiculous skinning of the defenders towards that game. Uh, who would you uh, nominate, Jacob? Oh, I, I think I've been really impressed by that half-back partnership with Beckinsall and Jenkins. But Gloucester stripped the ball from the mall. And coming forward now is, uh, is Jake Morris who crosses over. A brilliant kick there as Gloucester will get another try, another consolation try to round off proceedings. That was really quite impressive. They stripped the ball from the Exeter Mall and uh, I think it was Barton sent it forward and quick as a flash they got the ball forward and in the end it was Jake Morris who dots down to make it extra 50 Gloucester 31 and having just consulted the table as they have put the Worcester permutations in there points difference does not matter for the Chiefs they will take that top spot as they've come out as winners today but it does matter for Gloucester as they bid to get that best second place finish so they will be perhaps a little happier to lose by a 19 or maybe even 17 point margin here as Barton lines up this last action of this Sunday afternoon clash and kicks the ball through the post the flags are held into the Devon night sky and it ends here Exeter 50 Gloucester 33 a tale of Chiefs front running and domination as they win this crucial cup clash and their cup journey will go on thoughts on your first Chiefs game it was certainly eventful Sure was eventful. I was. I'm. Uh, I'm uh, incredibly grateful to be sitting with you, Jacob, for the first game. I couldn't want anybody else with me. But amazing, amazing game here at, at Sandy Park. A young Chiefs team really showed their skills here. Really showed to Rob Baxter why they should be getting game time in the festive season when game time can come up for those players that haven't played before with fixture congestion and with European games coming up soon great performance from the Chiefs which books them a spot into semi-finals of the Premiership Rugby Cup of course ruling on the Worcester fixture pending great performance I think that's some good performances from younger players with some university players as well I think and I think that Chiefs really showed that this young Chiefs academy and squad is really creating some really good Premiership standard players I think, I think that's what all fans, all rugby fans want, all England rugby fans want, all Welsh rugby fans want, and so on and so forth. I think it's, good, it's good to see some young players getting some good, good game time. And uh, roll on to semi-finals. Yes, all the eyes will now be on February for the Chiefs as they look to go on in this competition. In terms of the rest of the month, Chiefs now make a trip to France for their next match as they face Castor in Pool A of the European Champions Cup before they return here 
on the 17th of December for a match against the Bulls. Uh, should be a packed crowd for that one. And they go into it off the back of two wonderful Premiership Rugby Cup wins, especially today. Just devastating an attack. As for Gloucester, they will host French side Bordeaux on the 10th of December before making a tough trip to Dublin to face Leinster in their Champions Cup group. Both sides then turning to European action. But as for the Premiership Rugby Cup, Exeter fans couldn't have asked for much more today. A dominant 50 points to 33 win. They go marching on. Congratulations, Exeter Chiefs. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Expression FM Sport here at Commentary of Exeter Chiefs versus Gloucester with me, Jacob Brown, and Joseph Terry. Thanks for listening.